0: Everybody and welcome to another episode of Magic with Zuby. My name is Zubi, and if you're brand new to the show, the show is all about a little well-known card game called Magic: The Gathering. So uh, let's just get right into it here. Get the ads out of the way real quick. Uh, this show. It can be found on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and Spotify. You can reach out to me on Twitter at Magic with Zuby, on Instagram at Magic underscore with underscore and you can reach out to me with any questions you may have at MTGZubi at gmail.com. Uh, this show is sponsored by LegitMTG.com, uh, and if you want to go, go to LegitMTG and get any order over $2 or more. It has free shipping on your Magic singles and sealed product. I kind of messed up that. Advertisement, because you know oh, that's how that's how we do things here. Um, so yeah, well, let's just get right into it and talk about the green cards of Theros Beyond Death. Oh, and if you also want to help support the show, uh, the show does have a patron at patreon.com/slash Magic I'm really terrible about promoting that. Completely terrible about promoting it. It's yeah. So. Um, Yeah, let's get right into the green cards for Theros Beyond Death here. Uh, Starting off with Arasta of the Endless Web for two double green, a legendary enchantment creature. It's a spider. It's a 3-5 with reach. It is a rare. Whenever opponent casts an instant or sorcery spell, create a 1-2 green spider creature token with reach. Her web spun from her own hair reach reach from Nyx to the mortal world and even into the underworld. So... A 3-5 for 4 with reach, and you know that you're going to be pumping out at least a couple of green spider creature tokens with this card here. Uh, This to me would be a pack 1 pick 1 for sure, because I would want to... The 3-5 with reach is good, very good, and plus with this just being able to pump out tokens like that, yeah, makes it even better. So yeah, give me this all day every day. Uh, would the see play in Constructed? Um, I don't know if there's any kind of decks out there that support it right now, but it's always possible in the future, but I think right now it's not very standard playable, at least not that I can think of. Um next up we've got the binding of the titans for one in a green it's an enchantment saga uncommon uh, chapter one each player puts the top three cards of their library into their graveyard chapter two exile up to two target cards from graveyards for each creature card exiled this way you gain one life and chapter three return target creature or land card from your graveyard to your hand so each player is basically going to mill the top three cards of their deck And put it in their graveyard. Then you exile up to two target creature cards from graveyards. Obviously you'd want to be targeting your opponent for that. And then three. You'd want to be able to return one of your creature cards. Or lane cards from your graveyard. To your hand. So this wouldn't be high on my pick list. Even high on my priority. Or anything like that. Because it's only going to be temporary for devotion. And two. The abilities aren't. Like that great. I'm not super excited about them. But this would be sort of very low on my pick list if I didn't have anything else to pick in green here. Uh, next up, we've got Chainweb Arachner. It's a green spider. That's an uncommon. It's a 1-2 with reach. When this enters a battlefield, it deals damage equal to its power to target creature with flying and opponent controls. So, sort of hopefully a way to try to deal damage to a pesky flyer. But right off the bat with it being a 1-2 is not that great. But... The caveat to that is it does have escape for 3 and double green. You exile 4 of the cards from your graveyard, and this escapes with 3 1-1 counters on it, making it a 4-5. No, a 4-6. Sorry. No, no, no. No, a 4... Oh my god, I'm dumb. Yeah, no, a 4-5. Yeah. I know how to math. I'm sorry, folks. It's I'm just... yeah. Yeah. I'm really bad at this. So anyways, um, so yeah, when this escapes, it's going to have a better chance of killing a flying creature at that point here. Uh, This would be more of an early to mid pick for me, I think. Um, Just the fact that you have a pretty decent chance of making this a 4-5 with reach, I, I like that. And then this chain web paired up with Arasta makes that even better if you're able to get the two. Next up, we've got Destiny Spinner. For 1 in a green, it's an enchantment creature human that's an uncommon, it's a 2-3. Creature and enchantment spells you control can't be countered, ooh, against those pesky control players and Limited. And then you can pay 3 in a green and target land you control becomes an XX elemental creature with trample and haste until end of turn. Where X is the number of enchantments you control, it's still a land. So let's look at it by itself, it's a 2-3 for 2, which is not bad, and plus with it giving the ability of all your creatures and enchantments can't be counter now, awesome, great, especially if you're playing against control, plus the ability where you can create another creature with it with a land, though you got to be a little bit careful with it, because, um, you know, you don't, obviously unlimited, you don't want your lands to be destroyed, because that's a little bit more of a premium than, say, compared to Constructed here, um, just a 2-3 by itself is awesome, and then the the uncounterable ability makes it that much better. So this would be sort of a maybe an early to mid pick for me in draft and sealed I would try to find a place for this in sealed as well uh, next up we've got dryad of the Ilsean Grove it's a 2 and a green it's an enchantment creature nymph that's a rare it's a 2-4 you may play an additional land on each of your turns lands you control are every basic land type in addition to their other types vine wreathed he nurtures life among the dead Similia Malaysian poet um, yeah this would be a pack one pick one for me for sure because it helps you ramp up in limited And plus, even in Standard, this is a really, really good card in Standard, and in EDH as well, too. Anything that allows you to play extra lands in any kind of deck is always going to help you out, try to ramp up. And plus, with your lands basically being every basic land type, it's basically a chromatic lantern on a stick as well too in a sense um, yeah, and I know this card is already pretty expensive right now, I think it's like 10 bucks or something as of this recording and that's that's pretty damn good uh, yeah, pack one, pick one for sure and I'd be playing this, hell yeah unlimited and constructed, Th- this is probably going to be slotted into one of my EDH decks uh, most likely Omnath something like that Uh, next up we've got the first Iroan games for two and a green it is an enchantment saga rare chapter 1 create a 1-1 white human soldier creature token chapter 2 put 3 1-1 counters on target creature you control chapter 3 if you control a creature of power 4 or greater draw 2 cards chapter 4 create a gold token which you can um shit what does gold do again you can sack it to uh I think draw a card Hold on. I am completely forgetting what gold does. I think you sack it to No no no. Add one mana. That's right. I'm thinking of treasure. Um No 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 no. Gold. Gold. Um you sack this artifact, add one mana of any color. Duh. Sorry. This is where I'm really good at this stuff, you know? I'm sorry, everybody. But hey, at least I figured it out. Um, so Let's just say you play this, and you know you only get you only have the white human soldier creature token out. You may, you pump it up to a four four next chapter, which you then can swing for four, and you can possibly draw two cards with this, create a gold token at the end of it. Uh, e- even without even the chapter four, just the first three chapters, that's really good. Is this a pack one pick one? <sighs> Not off the top of my head, no, because unless there is, I. I because you always want to be looking for a premium removal or even like a, a really big bomb and all that. This isn't that much of a bomb per se, but it, it's it's good enough to where it can create a 4-4, essentially. Um, but yeah, this uh, this would be a pack one pick one if I didn't have anything better to choose or anything like that. Uh, next up we have gift of strength for one and a green. It's an instant. Target creature gets plus three, plus three, and gains reach until end of turn. The Nessian Wood is never without defenders. So a pump spell that gives your creature reach if possible if you want to do that. Uh, yeah, this is definitely a good pump spell to get to just swing and deal more damage. It's pretty common green, you know, pump spell for it. Uh, that pretty decent for a common, you know, more of a mid to late pick more than anything. Uh, next up we've got Hydra's Growth for tuna green it's an enchantment aura that's an uncommon, you enchant creature. When this enters the battlefield put a 1-1 counter on enchanted creature. At the beginning of your upkeep, double the number of 1-1 counters on enchanted creature. Mm-hmm. This is going to be one of those enchantments that is, you better deal with this enchantment or that creature soon or else it's going to become crazy and uncontrollable um i've already seen this a bunch in standard right now on magic arena and this can get out of hand especially if they end up giving that creature trample as well so in limited this is going to be one of those this is very early pick maybe even a pack one pick one if there's nothing better um and if your opponents don't deal with that creature that's enchanted, like they don't kill it right away, they're going to have problems here. Because this is just going to keep getting stronger and stronger and stronger as time goes on. Next up, we've got Hyrax Tower Scout for 2 and a green. It's a human scout common. It's a 3-3. That's an enters the battlefield, untapped tar- target creature. The scouts of Hyrax Tower, Hyrax Tower keep watch at the edge of Cetestian territory protecting the polis from inhuman monsters and enemy armies so a 3-3 for 3 that untaps a target creature yeah why not P- pretty vanilla creature there and not bad body as well too so yeah i mean mid to late pick more than anything next up we've got Elysian illisian karyotin for 1 and a green, it's a plant creature that's a common, it's a 1-1, one, one, and it is a mana dork. You can tap this to add 1 mana of any color. If you control a creature of power 4 or greater, you add 2 mana of any 1 color instead. So with being green and with green having pretty easy access to be able to pump creatures up or even or even getting 4-4s four out pretty easily, this this is going to be a pretty good mana dork for sure in Limited and possibly even a good replacement for Paradise Druid when that rotates if there's no other better mana dork that comes out Uh, those who die as heroes are permitted to dwell in Elysia, a protected realm of the underworld as tranquil and vibrant as the rest is bleak definitely a mid to late pick for sure and if you're in sealed this would definitely find a home in my sealed deck uh next up we've got inspire awe for three and a green it's an instant it's a common, prevent all combat damage that, that would be dealt this turn, except combat damage that would be dealt by enchanted creatures and enchantment creatures, Scry 2. So, Nylia appeared amid the howl of a hundred beasts. So, you've got a fog effect that does not affect enchanted creatures or enchantment creatures. Not very great at all. I mean, you get to Scry 2. It's this... This would only go in my deck unless I had nothing better to put in, for sure. Uh, Otherwise, it's I'm not even going to look at something like this. Um, Next up, we've got Clothy's design for five and a green. It's a sorcery uncommon. Creatures you control get plus X, plus X until end of turn, where X is your devotion to green. The God of Destiny grants her followers vision deeper than sight. So being able to pump up your entire party and hopefully your devotion is pretty decent maybe you got three or four devotions so they're all four four this is going to be a good finisher card in limited and yeah this would be a early to mid pick if i know i'm going to be going heavy into green here next up i've got Lotham, Lo loathsome chimera for tuna green it's a chimera it's a common creature It's a four-one has escape for paying four and a green exile three cards from your graveyard and this escapes with a one-one counter on it so making it possibly up to a five-two. I see elk and lion and teeth a lot of teeth says Terra Close of Miletus. Uh, So a four-one for three not very good. This is going to be one of those cards that it tricks you into thinking it's good because of the high power. Um, More of a late pick more than anything. No, it's not very good. Uh, next up, we've got Mantle of the Wolf for three and a green. It's an enchantment aura that's a rare. The enchanted creature gets plus four, plus four. And when this is put into a graveyard from Battlefield, create two, two, two green wolf creature tokens. Be fearless for a furious rebirth awaits you, says a God of the Hunt. So is this a pack one, pick one rare? Mm, no, not really. Not really. I mean... Like I said, you either want to look for a better bomb or a better like piece of removal. Um but I mean I would pick it if there's nothing better, obviously, of course. I, I know I say that a lot. The the plus four plus four is very good. And then when that creature is gonna probably inevitably die, you get two 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 green wolf creature tokens to do something else with. So it's not bad. It's early to mid pick for sure. Uh, Next up, we've got Moss Viper for one green. It is a snake common. It's a 1-1 one, one with death touch. Nylia watches over all the creatures of the forest except for the snakes. Blessed by Farika, they can take care of themselves. So a 1-1 one, one with death touch is going to be very good. It's going to make your opponents hesitant to attack in with those big creatures. And this would be a creature you probably wouldn't want to attack much with except maybe in the early game. And then after that, you sort of want to keep it back and sort of like taunt your opponent. Like, yeah, go ahead, swing in with your 7-7 seven, seven with no trample. I'm just going to block with my 1-1 one, one death touch, boom, it's dead. Alright, next up, we've got Mystic Repeal. For one green, it's an instant uncommon. Put target enchantment on bottom of Owner's Library. No power is too great to be undone, says Karametra, God of Harvest. So a one-mana sort of... I wouldn't really call it a bounce effect, because it's not going back in their hand, but making them put on the bottom of their library. It's not too bad. More of a sideboard card in Limited, I would think, because you'd want something better than just more of a bounce effect, essentially. And this would be very mid-to-late pick for me. I would not I would not even really look at something like this. Like I said, it'd be more relegated to sideboard. Uh, next up, we've got Nessian Boar for three double green. It's a creature boar that's a rare. It's a 10-6. All creatures able to block Nessian Boar do so. When Nessian Boar becomes blocked by a creature, that creature's controller draws a card. Renata led the best hunters in all of Theros on a quest to bring down the terror of the Cetace- Cetacean Wiles. So a 10-6 that must be blocked, if able. And then your opponent is going to be drawing a card. I mean, yeah, this is going to be a way to kill a lot of your opponent's creatures. But a 10-6 with no trample and has to be blocked. I'm not looking forward to something like this. I mean, I would not even pack one pick one this. I'd rather pick something else, to be honest. Because I don't want to give my opponent's value, essentially. You know, I mean, yeah, it does help clear the way for your opponent's creatures, but I'm not very excited to play this kind of card. Next up, we've got Nessian Horn Beetle for one in a green. It's an insect creature. That's an uncommon. It's a two-two. At the beginning of combat on your turn, if you control another creature of power four or greater, put a one-one counter on Nessian Horn Beetle. The first rule of politics can be learned from a late, lowly horn beetle. It is wise to cultivate powerful friends, says Pythamon. P- Sage of Miletus, so a two two for two is not bad. And then being in green, you're more likely going to have a creature power four or greater. And then you put a one one counter on this. That's that's cool, um, especially if you had Nessie Horn Beetle paired up with Hydra's Growth. Then you're just getting more and more one one counters. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, more of a mid to late pick for me on something like this. Uh, Next up, we've got Nessian Wanderer. For one and a green, it's a satyr scout. That's an uncommon. It's a 1-3. Has Constellation. Whenever an enchantment enters a battlefield under your control, look at the top three cards of your library. You may reveal a land card from among them and put that card into your hand. Put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. So... Once again, if green is always known for ramp. This is a good way to try to build up some ramp in your draft deck as well, draft or sealed deck. And I like that um, this sort of also helps you go through your deck and try to get more land so to be able to play some other bigger creature or just play a bunch of more spells. Um, you, know, you know, you do have the drawback of maybe you put that really awesome Elder Giant or God creature in the bottom of your library, but, you know, huh, stuff happens. Uh, this would be more probably early to mid pick for me. If I were to say, and if it's sealed, it would definitely find a home. Uh, next up, we've got Nexus Wardens for Tuna Green. It's a Satyr Archer common that's a 1-4 with reach. Has Constellation. When an enchantment enters the battlefield under control, you gain 2 life. Uh, the Summer Nexus is a Holy Grove, in Satesha, where the Starfields of Nyx glitter in the shadows. So, a 1-4 for 3 with reach. Eh, not that great. I mean, and the gaining 2 life is handy, but, you know, n- not, not the biggest draw to this card. This would be more of a mid to late pick, more than anything. Next up, we've got Nylia Keen-Eyed for 3 and a green. It's a legendary enchantment creature god. It's a mythic. It's indestructible. It's a 5-6. And if your devotion is green is less than five Nile isn't a creature so you need five devotion uh, creature spells you cast costs one less to cast which is awesome uh, you pay to a green and reveal the top card of your library if it's a creature card put it into your hand otherwise you may you may put it into your graveyard so I, I I like this you have the possibility of you know getting creature cards into your hand or possibly putting escape cards that are non non-creature escape cards into your graveyard. Or, or maybe you just want to put a land into your graveyard because you just want to help up either go through the top of your deck or help feed your escape cards. Um, and then plus with creature spells costing one list of cats. I mean, yeah, that's pack one, pick one for sure, obviously. And and even in constructed, um, to me this feels like one of the weaker. Because I feel like this and Erebos are the two weakest of the two gods or of the mono go- gods that we have here. And... Like Perforos, especially Heliod and Thassa are probably Heliod and Thassa are probably the two better ones. And Perforos would be like a third. This would be, I'd put this at fourth and Erebos last out of the five mono colors. And that's in my opinion here. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. If, right now I don't see it being played too much in, in Constructed unless I'm like really wrong. Maybe in a mono green deck, mono green Devotion. Because I've seen that mono green like enchantment deck and this could possibly see play in it too. Uh Next up we've got Nylia's Forerunner. For four and a green it's an enchantment creature beast. That's a common. It's a 5-3 with trample. And other creatures you control have trample. Where its feet tread the thunder of many others will follow. So looking at this just as a 5-3 with trample. As for five mana. 5-3 five, with trample. The... The toughness is low, yes, but the added trample is really good, and plus giving your other creatures trample as well is almost going to be like a bomb and kind of like a finisher, especially if you can, uh, you know, pump up all your creatures as well, too. So, yeah, this would definitely find a home in my draft deck, probably like more of a mid pick more than anything. Uh, Next up is going to be Nylea's Huntmaster for 3 and a green. It's a Centaur Shaman that's a common. It's a 4-3. When this enters the battlefield, target creature you control gets plus X plus 0 until end of turn, where X is your devotion to green. Nature is stillness and savagery in equal measure. More of a mid to late pick. I mean, 4-3 for 4. I mean, it's okay. I mean, it does pump up one of your other creatures, which is not too bad, but it's not a very high pick for me. Uh, Next up, we've got Nylia's Intervention for X double green. It's a sorcery rare. Choose one. Search your library for up to X land cards. Reveal them. Put them into your hand Then shuffle your library. Or Nylia's Intervention deals twice X damage to each creature with flying. I bring a wilderness. No law can tame. I like that flavor text. So you can not only help ramp. I mean, it's not a ramp card per se, but it does help you get lands out of your library and put them into your hand you know you can put up like three to four lands you know however however much mana you want to spend for it or you can just wipe out the border flying creature especially if your opponent has that pesky pegasus white creature that just pumps out more and more pegasi um this kind of card would be perfect and is this a pack one pick one Oh god. The the green Timmy in me would say yes, but the better like competitive player in me probably says no. But yeah, I'd probably pick it. Pack one pick one. That's just me, because I'm terrible at this game. Um next up we've got Nick's Herald for Tuna Green. It's an enchantment creature centaur shaman. That's an uncommon. It's a 2-3. At the beginning of combat on your turn, target enchanted creature. Or enchantment creature you control gets plus one plus one and gains trample until end of turn. A piercing call, bright as the stars, rang out across the valley, calling the fairest band to war, to blood and savagery, says Lufia of Satesha Histories. So you get to basically pump up a creature. It can target itself or an enchantment creature. When or enchanted creature or enchantment creature. Blah. The the wording on that confuses me, uh, and then giving it trample. So a two three for three is not bad at all. And then the pump ability. Yeah, this would be probably early to mid pick if I'm going heavy into green. Next up, we've got the big badass Billy Badass himself. That's Nix Bloom Ancient for four double for four triple green. It's an enchantment creature elemental with trample. It's a five five. If you tap a permanent for mana, it produces three times as much of that mana instead ancient yet ever young it is wise and subtle and cruel and reckless as the spring itself this is pack one Pigwin. yeah i would the, the timmy in me says yep i want to be able to not only tap a lot of mana but i want i want that i want that it's a five five with trample for seven yeah it's, it's going to be your bomb but just the fact that you're just going to be pumping out a lot of mana yep just brings the timmy and makes me squee for joy it is a very restrictive mana cost, but I do see, especially in Draft you being able to go very heavy into one color and maybe splash another color with this. Because um, there's not that many gold cards. I mean, there, there are. There, there's quite a few gold cards, but not as many as, like say, other sets like Ravnica or anything like that. So, the... Yeah, Pac 1 pick 1 for sure. Is this going to see Plane Constructed? Yeah, people are going to try to play this and abuse this. Um, You know, in Simic Ramp, or I mean, there are better cards because the mana cost is very restrictive for this. And, you, you know, you'd probably want to play something like Euros or even Hydroid Crisis. something like that, besides something like this. and But I would definitely maybe try to put this in an EDH deck, maybe my Omnath deck, because I want to just play a stupid amount of mana for it. And it's an elemental too, and it's fun. I know there are a lot of talks like it's not that great. It can be killed easily, but it's to me, it's a very fun card, and I like the design of it. I, I, I'm i the Timmy that just loves to ramp up and play big, dumb spells. Next up, we've got Nyxborn Colossus for 3 triple green. It's an enchantment creature giant that's a common. It's a 6-7. Tree-tall giants confronted her fiercely, demanding her tribute. Fox-cunning, calafy, slippery speaking entangled their senses this is the califia so when this is going to be your green bomb for sure i mean this would be more of a mid to late pick because the mana cost is restrictive again for the three green mana but a six seven bomb i mean yeah it doesn't have trample or anything like that but you know it, it, it's good enough to where i would not mind playing this kind of vanilla creature creature here next up we've got omen of the hunt for tuna green it has, it's an enchantment common with flash when this enters the battlefield you may search your library for basic land card but on the battlefield tap then shuffle your library so pretty decent ramp card and you can pay tuna green to sack this and scry to my time will come when no road will divide the endless vet for how do you Verdure of the trees i guess that's how you say it i don't know so it's a ramp card for three mana that you can play at the end of your opponent's turn and then sack two, or pay three to sack this and scry two. I mean, just like all the other omens. Um, if I'm heavy into green, I, I'd want something like this just to be able to help ramp up. And that's about it, all I can really say about it. Um, next up, we've got Ferris Ban Brawler for four double green. It's a centaur warrior. That's an uncommon. It's a 4-4. Four four. With the centers of the battlefield, it fights up to one target creature you don't control. So a six mana 4-4 four four that can possibly remove a pesky creature? Yeah, give it to me. Why not? Um, yeah, yeah, it'd be more of a mid-to-late pick more than anything. And if I'm in sealed, yeah, I'd probably put this in my sealed deck also. Uh, next up, we've got good old Plummet. Good old reprie- or reprint of Plummet. For one in a green, it's an instant common destroy target creature of flying. An arrow from Nylea's bow never fails to find its mark. So yeah, just good sideboard card and limited for sure. And some pretty good removal because there are a lot of pesky flyers in this, in this uh, format here. Next up, we've got Relentless Pursuit for two green. It's a sorcery common. Reveal the top four cards of your library. You may put a creature card and/or land card from among them into your hand. Put the rest into your graveyard. Kallax was patient, steadily flowing Elspeth until their destined confrontation. So, it's a decent for three mana. It's a decent common card to help you dig through, you know, dig through your library and get a good creature card and/or land card if you're, you know, desperate for mana. And you put the rest in your graveyard, you know, you know, not the worst thing in the world. So you're going to put, you know, at most three cards into your grave, or at minimum three cards into your graveyard there. And it just helps you dig through your deck. I, I like it. More of a mid to late pick, more than anything. And next up, we've got Renata called to the hunt for two double green. It's a legendary enchantment creature demigod that's an uncommon. Its power and toughness is star slash three, meaning that Renata's power is equal to the devotion to green. And each other creature you control enters the battlefield with additional 1-1 counter on it. I like that. Um, Definitely an early pick, if not a pack 1-pick one, if I don't see anything better that I like here. I I like this a lot. And heck, even in Constructed, if I was doing like a mono green type deck, I may even play something like this here. Now obviously there's going to be better green cards, but um, I kind of like this especially making all my creatures enter the battlefield with a one, one counter on it. Uh, next up is a reprint of return to nature. Uh, one in a green instant. That's a common choose one destroy target artifact or destroy target enchantment or exile target card from a graveyard far seeing Krufix glimpse the end heliod sphere cast heliod spear cast down and broken says the cosmogony. So really good sideboard card and limited and standard. Um, Heck, you may even possibly mainboard this in limited because of the destroy target enchantment effect. So yeah, I mean, yeah, m- maybe early to mid pick if you're going heavy into green here. Alright, next up we got Seteshian Champion for Tuna Green. It is a creature human warrior that's a rare. It's a 1-3, has constellation. Whenever an enchantment enters the battlefield under your control, put a 1 1 counter on Seteshin Champion and draw a card. A blessing is not a gift, it is a duty. Pack one, pick one? Yes, for sure. Constructed play? Heck yeah, I'm seeing that. I've seen a mono green enchantment deck where this just is stupid and allows you to draw your deck like crazy. And I think I've seen a Golgari version of it. Yeah, pack one, pick one. It's a stupid card and it's good. Uh, next up, we've got Cetetian Petitioner for one double green. It's a human druid creature. with That's an uncommon. It's a 2 2. With this enters the battlefield, you gain life equal to your devotion to green. Cypress leaves for family. Lark spur for protection. Amaranth for a bountiful harvest. Like a weird freaking crap. It's all nature stuff um, that I don't understand. But So you just gain life equal to your devotion. It's a 2 2 for 3 eh, Not very high on my priority list here. Mid to late pick. Uh, next up we've got Setessian Skirmisher. For one in a green, it's a human warrior creature that's a common. It's a 2-1. Has Constellation. Whenever Enchantment enters a battlefield under your control, this gets plus one plus one until end of turn. Basara, the Tower of the Fox, houses the elite skirmishers who guard the Nessian Wood against Trespassers. So a 2-1 for 2 is not bad on the surface, and plus with this having most likely is going to get pumped up once or twice when you play some enchantments is not bad either. So it's a really good aggressive creature that you want to be able to slot into your deck here. Next up, we've got Seteshian Training for one and a green enchantment aura that's a common. Enchant creature you control when this enters the battlefield, draw a card. Enchant- Enchanted creature gets plus one, plus one, has trample. In the heart of Satesha, the warriors of Lena Tower defend the Polis and train its daughters. So for two mana, you get to draw a card you know you have to enchant a creature you get to draw a card and it gives that creature plus one plus oh and has trample pretty good enchantment aura i i, I kind of like it a lot uh, just mainly because of the draw card effect and so you know maybe mid to late pick for this and in sealed yeah i would try to definitely make try to find ohm for this in sealed if i'm in green Next up, we've got Skola, Grove Dancer. For one and a green, it's an enchantment creature, Sater Druid. That's a common. It's a 2-2. Whenever a land is put into your graveyard from anywhere, you gain one life. For two and a green, put the top card of your library into your graveyard. From the ashes of last night's revel, I bring the dawn of new growth. So a 2-2 two, two for two, and you know if a, a land card goes in your graveyard, you gain one life. And you can also sort of put the top card of your library in your graveyard. Eh, I'm not too like excited to play this kind of card. I'd probably play it just for the enchantment effect, for constellation, since white and green do have a lot of constellation effects. So this would be more of a mid-to-late pick, more than anything. Next up, we've got Voracious Typhon. For two double green, it's a snake beast creature that's a common that's a 4-4. Four, four. Has escape for five and double green. Exile four of the cards from your graveyard. This escapes with 3-1-1 one one counters on it. A Typhon's escape from the underworld makes armies flee and kingdoms fall. So a four mana 4-4 four, four is good. And this is a very vanilla creature, but with the escape cost making it a 7-7 seven, seven for seven, is this would be a creature I would definitely want to slot in more of a... Maybe mid to late pick, and with the two green, you know that's some good devotion as well too. And with with you being able to get trample easily in green as well is going to make this even better, in my opinion. Next up, we've got war briar Blessing for one in a green. It's an enchantment aura that's a common enchant creature you control. When this enters the battlefield, Enchanted Creature fights up to one target creature you don't control. Enchanted Creature gets plus 0, plus 2. So it's a pretty good, decent removal. It's a fight removal. And it does toughen up your creature that you're enchanting to help try to remove the creature that you want to get rid of and help them survive as well. So more more of a mid-pick more than anything in draft. All right. And last, but certainly not least, we have Wolf Willow Haven for 1 and a green. It's an enchantment aura that is an uncommon. You enchant land. When enchanted land is tapped for mana, its controller adds an additional forest mana. You can pay 4 and a green to sack this and create a 2-2 green wolf creature token. Activate this ability only during your turn. So this is a decent ramp card for you and your draft deck. And then plus, when you get to a point in the game where you just want to poop out another creature, do it the the downside is you can only it's you it's acted as a sorcery so you can only do it on your turn but you know what yeah it's not bad and I, I like the ramp of it and and so it's not a bad card more of a mid to late pick though I'd have to say. Um, So yeah, that's it. That's it for all the green cards for Theros Beyond Death. Thank you all for listening, and we are going to get into the last episode of the set review where we're going to go over all the multicolored, artifact, and land cards. So that one might be a little bit longer. Um, I'm, I'm doing all three of them because there's not too many multicolored cards, and there's not a whole lot of artifact cards, and the land cards are very few and far between. So thank you all for listening, and have a great day, everybody. Thanks.